Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Okay, so yesterday we were talking about the teachers going on strike and and the Catholic school board, the teachers were striking yesterday, correct, Dev? Yes. Today it's the... Elementary school teachers in London and two other school boards. And we're just saying it's confusing how different days, different schools, different school boards, different cities, and this is a sample of the conversation we were having on the air. Okay, gang. (laughs) At this point, if you're going to go on strike, just go on strike. Everyone at the same time. This has become more confusing than garbage day in the city of London. (laughs) Am I supposed to put my garbage out? Am I supposed to drop the kids at the bus stop? I don't know what the heck's going on in the morning anymore. Every uh, single day there will be a strike somewhere in the province this week. Yeah. Guys, just go on strike. It sounds like an algebra test. Okay, if one teacher gets on here and he goes on strike on a Wednesday and two teachers go on a strike on Thursday, how many teachers went on a strike this week? What? <laughs> oh, really? Or, you know what they could do? Make strike day the same day as garbage day. That way, at least, <laughs> if parents are pulling out of their driveway and they see the neighbors have their recycling at the curb, they know their kids aren't going to school today. <laughs> Time to wake up, Grayson. I'm still laughing. I think that's funny. I, I like the algebra joke. That's a good. Yeah. Well, someone didn't. Someone didn't like any of that. <laughs> uh, it, 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 she claims to be a teacher. I'm not going to say her name because I'm not out to get anybody here. Um, despite what she may think, Taz, I appreciate you responding to my email. Truly, thank you. You guys came across as demeaning and unsupportive on the show, equating the strike day to garbage day cold. What? (laughs) Allowing callers to call in and bash teachers without addressing two sides to every story. Not balancing it out. Not great journalism. (laughs) We, Jim, we are not journalists. That's not great. No, we're not. We're radio DJs. There's a giant difference. And the only people who called in were bashing teachers or in her eyes were saying negative things about the teacher's strike. The phones were open if somebody called and wanted to give another side of the argument. They're always open. We weren't screening. We weren't screening the calls. If you wanted to call in yesterday at the same time they were calling in, we would have put you on the air and you could have said whatever you want about the teacher's strike. Laughing at the fact that different boards are striking every day, mocking the algebra question of which board goes when. It's not hard, folks. Ontario is a huge province, but everyone knows what school board they belong to, and the boards have been very clear. There wasn't a ton of notice. They get five days' notice. It was announced five days ago by the board. Every parent got an email. Every website has info. Every school followed up with more emails to parents. It's been on the news, the radio, all over social media. Well, obviously, some people missed it because all morning yesterday, we were getting calls from parents wanting to know if their kids had to go to school or not, as we have every day that the teachers have gone on one of these one-day strikes in different school boards. I would just also like to add... As a guy who's done school bus delays and school bus cancellations on 980 for like 15 years, there are parents out there who don't know what school their kids go to sometimes. They just <laughs> know it's like the one down the street. I'm not even kidding. It's true. So like there are, there are parents out there who are not as informed as this person thinks they are. If you're a teacher, 
you definitely know what school board you're a part of. This is your perspective. This is your view of the situation. You have to remember there's other people out here out there that are not following this as closely as you are, and they don't realize till the day before, oh crap, what's this email? You don't some people don't read their emails every day, right? Yeah. And going by their email, I think it's pretty common to say people are generally half listening to stuff. Yeah, because, like our show yesterday? Well, to, to, to think that we were calling teachers garbage or something when we merely were talking about how the schedules stagger and it's confusing to know which day is garbage day. It's also confusing to know which day is strike day. It's a simple analogy and seemingly easy to follow that logic. She did write that in here. You equated us to going on strike to garbage day. We're not garbage. <laughs> we're walking the picket line, not being tossed to the curb if you listened to that yesterday and that's what you took out of it, I'm giving you a, uh, I'm giving you a D on the test. <laughs> okay. Critical listening <laughs> D minus. We never said teachers were garbage. We said everyone wants to get back in the classroom. Oh, get back to class. We haven't been out yet. Yes, you have. There's been about a dozen strikes across the province since this thing started. So yes, teachers have been striking. Maybe you haven't, but that's our point. It's confusing with everybody striking at different times. And we never said get back into the class. We said everyone wants to get back in class. We want this to be over with. Uh, you say a full-out strike is more convenient. It's not because teachers who are on strike can't afford to go on a full-out strike. My husband and I are both teachers. If we walk full-time for too long, we could lose our house. We don't have another income. There's lots of two-teacher families and single-parent teachers in London. How long is the strike going to last I guess that's debatable. But right. I'm not going to get into someone's financial responsibilities or their financial situation. It would be easy to say, well, maybe you should live in a house that costs a little bit less so you don't have to worry about losing it if there's a strike. But I know what it's like. Uh, last year, I was in a better financial situation because uh, we put on a deck last year, right? We spent a bunch of the extra cash we had, we spent. And you had one less kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one less kid. Seriously, I get it. You, you, you don't see this stuff coming. And when it does, it sucks. We understand that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. If we walk a three-hour shift, which some teachers struggle with, uh, I don't want to be out there picketing either. Nobody would want to. Uh, we get it. You're cold out there when it's wintertime and you're on strike. One teacher in my building 70 years old. Another's eight months pregnant. It'll not be easy for them. Yeah, that's not great. Not allowed to sit down while we're striking. Okay, I get it. Uh, Peacock did a great job. <laughs> oh, here you go, Peacock. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, she okay. likes you. Oh. Peacock did a great job with the facts. The downfall was you making a joke of the situation. You had the perfect opportunity to mention the pop-up care programs that the community has put together or encouraging parents to send the teens to the neighbors who are offering babysitting. That's still an inconvenience. Encouraging people to join a picket line if they feel supportive or get in touch with their MPP if they have an option. You had an opportunity to take the high road and be a positive influence here, even without supporting either side 100%. But you equated us to garbage day. We are not garbage. I get it. Emotions are running high. Yeah. You know, but uh, seems a little bit like we're just having a conversation about the issue. And it's the, a similar conversation to what parents and average people are having around the city. We got a call here. Go ahead, man. I'll tell you something. I'm a teacher. I'm a high school teacher. Yeah. What you guys said yesterday, it was there was nothing wrong. You guys are 100% right in what you're saying. 
we want to get, most of us want to get back to work as well, like regularly. It's such a pain in the ass, to be honest with and, you. And didn't I say that yesterday, that the teachers want to, be, everybody wants this to be over, including the teachers? A hundred percent, you are right. I listen to you guys every day. You guys are hilarious. But and, anyway. and did you, when I was talking, uh, when we were saying that they should have the, the strikes on the same day as garbage day, you understood that was a joke, right? That's a joke. I get it. That and, is and I wasn't equating teachers to garbage. No. You didn't feel not. like I was calling you garbage. Then why'd you say, not we better take it with the trash? <laughs> no. No, you guys are right. I didn't say that. And, and I tell you something else, by the way. <laughs> You guys, uh, a while ago, a few weeks ago, you guys were on about millennial snowflakes. Uh-huh. It's the same BS in the school system. Well, who's teaching them? <clears throat> well, that's it. That's the problem. No, some of them are teachers. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying it's a circle. <laughs> well, we got a bunch of millennial snowflakes in teaching, so they get offended at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So. Well, I, it must be frustrating when, uh, when those teachers act as a voice uh, for all teachers out there and write emails like this one to the radio station. It is. We appreciate you being level-headed and we wish you guys the best out there on the picket lines and hope this is over ASAP, okay? Uh, I agree, buddy. I give that caller an A+. <laughs> you gotta love small-town rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim is from a small town, Mitchell, Ontario. And we just got an interesting uh, message from somebody. Do you know this person, Jim? Yeah. Or is it just somebody from Mitchell who no, this you haven't is, met? They are from Mitchell. I grew up with Anne, like known her since kindergarten. Well, her say husband's hi to her. Hi, Anne. This is to Jeff and Anne. Hello. She sends me a message. Jim, is it true that your family is going on the Canadian family feud? Jeff's aunt <laughs> just messaged me to ask. I said, not that I know of. We're apparently in Seaforth, not even Mitchell. Just another small town outside of Mitchell. She, Jeff's aunt is from Seaforth. So the rumor has flown over to Seaforth. I don't know if it's going around Mitchell, too, but... That the Kelly family is going to be on the Canadian family feud. Which is something that we have fantasized about, me and my sisters especially, oh, yeah. back in the day. Who, who didn't want to be on family feud? Think to yourself, my family's so much better than those other families, we'd kill it. But the thing is, my family, there's eight people in my family. Somebody's getting the cut. I'm starting to wonder if they're going on Family Feud without me. <laughs> like that episode of Fresh Prince where they go on Oprah and Will can't go on? <laughs> What's going on here? Well, let's find out okay. from the source. Here is Jim's mom, Karen Kelly. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Mom. Did you hear all that? I did. What? Are you guys going on Family Feud without me? No, we aren't, Jim. Where, where, do you know anything about this rumor? No, I have never heard that rumor. But it would be fun. It would be. Where does this start? <laughs> I, I don't know. I never heard. I don't know where Ann would have got that from. That's hilarious. Karen, if you did have to put together the uh, the dream team, you got eight people in your family. You got to make some cuts. What what is it? Five per family on Family Feud. Five. Yeah, mm, five. That's three cut. Ouch. Who's not going on Family Feud? If it were up to you, Karen. Oh my God. Oh. I don't well, think I'd be there for sure. Yeah, Mom's good at board games no. and stuff, so yeah. I think I, I don't feel think like your dad, dad would want. Yeah, go. he'd be like, "That's a bunch of nonsense." Oh God. Do you think he'd go on? Uh, I think he 
would. I think he would if you if if. Yeah, I think he would. Yeah, we could probably convince him. Just too funny. Hmm. Yeah, I bet you people are only half listening now, so this is only going to perpetuate the rumor. I'm sure. I heard them playing the Family Feud song, saying that (laughs) Jim's going to be on the Family Feud. Yeah, I don't know where Anne would have got that from. That's just hilarious. Yeah, no, but me and Mom Am are going on Amazing Race Canada. That is that is true. (laughs) Everyone's. I'm going for it. How hard could it be? Some pretty good answers. Let me test you with one. What is Popeye's oh favorite food? Spinach. Okay. Yes. Step one. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey there. It's uh, Terry Kelly calling here from Waterloo. I'm uh, My brother-in-law just gave me a call. Uh-huh. Said, you guys were talking about the um, family feud. Yes. Setting the set record straight. Uh there is the Kelly family coming up. We're from St. Columban, near Mitchell, Ontario. No! Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones. You're yeah. going on Family Feud with well, my I, last I, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we enough. met before, Terry? Pardon me? Have we met before? We're from the same yeah, area. Yeah, I did. I met, yeah, I met you. Yeah, I, I DJed your brother's wedding a couple yes. years ago. Yes! <laughs> That's why the name sounds familiar. <laughs> It was a real party. Oh, my God, yes, at my parents' place. You guys must be related at some point if you're from the same area with the same last name. Well, I don't think I so. It's time to do one of those uh, DNA swabs. Send okay. it in. Yeah, I, I've... Uh, if it means I can me. go on Family Feud with you, I'm in. Did you guys already film your Family Feud, Terry? We have, actually, yeah. The air date is next Wednesday, January 29th. So you can't say anything right now, I right? And in fact, I'm I'm their manager. So let's just put it that way. I'm not smart enough to be on. So it's my uh, two brothers, my sister, my sister-in-law, and my mother. Wow! So that's how the rumor starts. Because it is yeah. a Kelly family from the from right. my hometown yeah. area. That's right. We're from uh, St. Columbus originally, and we're from a dairy farm. And uh, so we thought we'd give it a go, and we. We uh, applied, and, and I, I shot their video. I, I put a video together, but that's about as far as I went. I sat in the audience, and it was it was a good time. So I can't say much more than that, but it was it's a whole lot of fun. And uh, even just even be part of the studio audience, if anybody's ever looking to go down, they're, they're always looking for people to fill the crowd, and it's just it's total fun. Well, we'll watch the Kelly family on Family Feud, not your family, Jim. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you guys want a lot of money. We can't wait to find out. St. Columban, Ontario. It's uh, Yeah, we, that's what they have over their head. The Kellys from St. Columban. So. <laughs> Way better than the Kellys from Mitchell. Ah! <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boy, it was a tense time to be a Canadian. <laughs> Justin Trudeau bought some expensive donuts, everybody. He did not! In a rare move, the internet got upset. <laughs> Where was he? What did he, uh, how much did he spend on these donuts? So uh, Trudeau spent $180 mm-hmm. for seven boxes of donuts. So seven dozens of donuts. Artisan donuts. Artisan donuts. Where was he? He's in Winnipeg for the uh, Liberal Cabinet Retreat right now. And he thought, oh, I'll bring donuts to everybody. That's a, it's a nice move. Yeah. When you show up to the meeting with donuts. So, of course, he decided uh, to uh, put it on Twitter and social media because politicians got a politic, and that's when things went crazy. Yeah. Trudeau, if you're all about the middle class, why are you buying expensive donuts? (laughs) 
<laughs> you should be supporting a Canadian company like Tim Hortons. Yeah, well, this is a Canadian company. I, was anyone really outraged about this? I feel like this is just a story that everyone jumped on. Maybe there was two dum-dums who commented about the fact that Trudeau shouldn't be spending this much money on donuts and then everyone else just ran with it. There was enough that the owner of the donut shop apparently felt the need to respond and she went on like a, a big Twitter um, uh, thread to explain the whole situation because uh, oh, the, the place is called Oh Donuts and they are expensive. You can have like for a dozen, it can cost up to $47 for a dozen of donuts. And uh, which is I don't know what it's a lot. Donuts That's goes for dollars each. Uh, a donut. But, but you know what? They have you can go and you can get a cupcake for a dollar, right? Or you can go and get one of those six dollar cupcakes mm-hmm. at the fancy cupcake place. To play devil's advocate, if you want to be a nice guy and get your coworkers some donuts, shouldn't you pay that out of pocket? You know what I mean? Like, if it is, like, who knows who if he cares? did pay it out of pocket? Wouldn't that be the first statement you made, though? If it, Have the Liberals it, even made us? I haven't seen the Liberals make a statement. They just kind of stayed out of it. Again, it's the stupidest thing ever. People looking for something to complain about. Way more important things. But if you're going to buy the fancy donuts and look like a big shot and support a local business, pay out of pocket, Trudeau. You got a bit of cash. Because it's the Liberal Party, uh, Liberal Cabinet Retreat, I would... Expect slash hope that the government wouldn't be paying for that because it's like for party purposes. Like they're doing so the trust par- exercises. So the party and should stuff have there. The money like what to are they doing? <laughs> they're eating some fancy donuts. We know that yeah. much. Uh, they're packing on the calories. Night. That's what they're doing. Slip pajama movie night. <laughs> <laughs> Liberal re- retreat is like Bible camp. Yeah. Yeah. Trust falls. <laughs> Lots of improv games. <laughs> it's so dumb. Let Trudeau eat his donuts. They look like they're pretty good donuts. If you were in a town, like, where was he again? He's in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. He's in Winnipeg. And somebody says to him, oh, if you're going to get some donuts, you got to try O Donuts. They're, they're the best local donut place. It's legendary around here. Of course you're going to go there. You're, you're, you're in town. You're the prime minister. You want to support the local spot. There's a Tim Hortons in every town across this country. Tim Hortons, uh, owned by an international conglomerate, right? Yeah, yeah. So go to the local donut shop if it costs you an extra... Hundred and twelve dollars. What are the odds? It's it's not even a drop in the bucket of money wasted by the government, though. You know what I mean? Like even if it is expensive. What are the odds if he had gone to Tim Hortons? People say, "Oh, you're not going to the local bakery supporting local business." You know, tough times economically. You can't win. They've got O Donuts here. Hasn't he heard of O Donuts? They only make the best donuts. (laughs) More like do nots. (laughs) Do not get anything next time, Trudeau. B-Y-O-D <laughs> to the liberal retreat. Bring your sleeping bags. <laughs> bring your Scrabble board. And bring your own donuts. Is it O donuts or oh it's the government so more dough nuts? No? Nah, I'm more upset about that joke about the donut prices. It's Taz and Jim, and it's time for our regular feature here on the show. Deadly cocks. Hmm. Whenever there's a story about a deadly cock, we'd <laughs> like to uh, be the first to tell you about it. And where are we going with today's deadly cocktail, Jim? It, India is okay. where we're going. What happened? Well, Indian man 
was having a wild night out, decided to go to a uh, a cockfight. Right. You know, roosters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Illegal what else in India. What are we be talking about? Yeah. Illegal in India, like it is in most places in the world, but it still is. There's a thriving underground cockfight scene in India. <laughs> 55-year-old man shows up, and he's got front row seats. Oh. He's pumped, right? Best seats in the house. Ready to go. But uh, one of the organizers, like one of the managers, the corner guy for one of the cocks, he's holding the rooster in his hand, uh, and they take it up a notch. You ever seen, um, the what's it called, uh, Kickboxer with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes. Where they dip their knuckles into glass uh-huh. and nails and screws? They kind of had one of those going on for this cockfight. Uh, they had razors. Tied to the, yeah, that's what they do. A lot of cockfights. I had no idea, but um, it's not. It's not very humane. Not nice. No, no. So they've got uh, razors uh, attached to this rooster. Uh, as it's as the uh, the manager's holding the bird, it starts struggling. It struggles free, lashes out. Oh, there's a razor cock <laughs> <laughs> on on the loose, inflicting a deep wound. On that uh, victim who was standing close by, uh, and uh, he ended up dying. You live your whole life, and that's the way you go. Imagine the obituary. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my husband died. What happened? Ah, razor cock got him. <laughs> Very sharp cock. <laughs> that's, you know, it's not fun to laugh at somebody's death, but why are you at a cockfight? These poor birds, you know? I bet all the other the other cocks there were just loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I guess that's a rooster. It's a turkey. Yeah, it's, a- <laughs> it's not a turkey fight, that's Jim. A- <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know. So he died. So he he did. And that's the dozens end of, the story. of others were injured as well. Like this bird <laughs> went crazy, got out. A bunch of people got hurt, but only one guy passed away. But jeez. Talk about revenge, though. Revenge of the cock. (laughs) That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.